Dude, you're wearing a hat inside that's so fucking disrespectful. Dude. Let's start there. Let's start with Danny's blatant disrespect. It would be way more disrespectful if I had my hat hair out right now. Yeah. Let me be clear. Uh, what else is disrespectful? You didn't get your sandwich at the shop. They disrespected you. They did disrespect <laughs> me. And so I'm disrespecting you in turn. Yes, yes. You already did that. You made my cheesesteak lukewarm, motherfucker. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, my sandwich was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually called them beforehand, and I was like, make sure you don't give me that Put sandwich. Put that on the side. I want these assholes to know what pain is. And and we did. Me and, and Matt struggled harder than we ever have in our lives. <laughs> It was difficult. It was like it was a big tease, honestly. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's head across the pond. You know what the reclaim party is, boys? No. Reclaim the swans from the queen. <laughs> I mean the king now. You did correctly assume it is a British party. <laughs> <laughs> the reclaim party, which I guess their primary political philosophy is they scrape like the goo out of a bong that has been smoking <laughs> dabs, and then they dry it out and smoke that. Man, that was a horrible time in my life. The worst thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, it's They're led by a guy named Lawrence Fox, who's, you know, they're just another right-wing party in England. Lawrence Fox? Named Lawrence Fox. That's a and fake I, I He struggled his... a lot. He was chased by so many men richer than him yeah. on horses. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I randomly clicked on his profile because he retweeted something like, let's get the woke out of schools, hashtag Cambridge Umptonshire or whatever. <laughs> and he talks about how uh, he stopped doing drugs after almost dying of a GHB overdose <laughs> at Glastonbury in 2013. <laughs> He's like, I have never touched a drug again since then. They Thank do the God. craziest drugs change. recreationally in England. What even is GHB? Is that, is that like human growth hormone? No, it's like a date rape drug oh, right. yeah yeah he did roofies <laughs> he roofied himself he did roofies until he passed out nice it's really cool to think of someone almost dying at glassenberry 2013 though so i like dug into it a little bit i looked up the lineup and i was just trying to imagine who he was dying to the arctic monkeys <laughs> um oh that that was right around like burn, burn, burn. <laughs> exactly exactly jake bug uh <laughs> Oh, that? here we go. If it was on Sunday, he could have died to Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Can't die to Mumford and Sons anymore. No, 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 you could not. The woke police have taken away dying to Mumford yeah. and Sons <laughs> exactly. at Glastonbury. On Saturday at the alt stage, he could have died to Azalea Banks. <laughs> no, that would have been would be so cool. Azalea he, Banks he had rocks. options. How about the Dropkick Murphys? Were they there? No, but they did have Public Enemy. <laughs> no, the Dropkick Murphys are banned in England That's for being too say. damn Irish. Yeah. If this guy's a true Englishman, he probably hates the Dropkick Murphys. They're they're popping off against the woke in uh, the UK. <laughs> it's funny he was talking about GHB and says he hasn't touched the good stuff in a boringly long time. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff is roofying yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Well, at least the leader of their uh, conservative alt party is fun. Yeah. The leader of England's uh, strictest school has been uh, popping off about the woke culture, too. Is that right? What's their strictest school? She was... Uh, Oxford? I don't have that screenshotted. No, it's like a like it's she she got famous a few years ago as Britain's strictest headmaster. She got like a show, <laughs> Catherine Beerbal sing, and she said in the Daily Mail, children identifying as cats are wearing tails and ears in class. Warns Britain's toughest headmaster mm. as she cautions that <laughs> teachers' authority over their pupils is long gone amid rise of the furries. <laughs> Here she is. Furries. She got. She got famous a few years ago, and I don't know if she's a clout chaser or if she's just kind of crazy, but... She's kind of cute. I love, uh... <laughs> Danny. Danny's like, I can fix her. Yeah, Danny's got a type. But, uh... I love that the uh, conservative gender culture war is so all-encompassing that it's just coming for, like, scene girls who wear, like, headbands <laughs> with cat ears yeah, and, yeah, like, right. a little cat tail on their belt. Like, yeah. there's been kids that meow in class since the very beginning of time, and they're all doing yeah. fine now. Exactly. It wasn't Better woke culture. Yeah, no. exactly. It's just, <laughs> that's just how it is. Woke culture made it so you can't molest... Yeah. Uh, molest your students in the uk anymore yeah conservatives authentically believe that students are turning into marine ponderosa every day it's a it's a different uh, it's a generational thing well we were talking about um we we're talking about almost dying we were talking about conservative leaders um you guys saw uh there's a there's a little update in bolsonaro uh 
very recently. He was supposed to be on the submarine. <laughs> <laughs> like with Mr. Beast. Yeah, with yeah. Mr. Beast. <laughs> no. He said uh he said that it, well in an interview with uh Brazilian journalist Monica Bergamo, former president Jair Bolsonaro mentioned that he is thinking of moving to Florida. Uh, where he has a job offer to do publicity for a real estate company. <laughs> oh, my God. I was the president of Brazil. I can't go back. Yeah. That, that's Buy literally... Yeah. You laugh, but that's what they did to Juan Guaido. Like, he, he can, <laughs> they're setting him up. They're offering him the Guaido lifestyle. Yeah. They can ride is, around together on a comically large bike. Where is Juan Guaido? Like, Miami or something. Probably Miami, yeah. And he's 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 the ma- he's also the mascot for, like, a used car, car dealership where he just... He wears his own head, but way bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's doing like Kenny Powers shit. Remember me? He was even less president than I mean, because Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro was, was president. president. Yeah, Guaido like can't even you know fully claim. Even yeah. some people who were really into that at the time probably don't remember him. <laughs> oh yeah I, yeah, I almost forgot his name just now when you guys were saying it. Remember Juan Guaido. It sucks because it's really not even his fault he wasn't president. They're just they, the agency doesn't have the same get up exactly. and go anymore. <laughs> they fumbled the bag. <laughs> just aren't men making it happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not the security bona fides of Nicolas Maduro. Yeah. Probably they replaced the. Um, they replaced all of the Irishmen in the agency that would just get shit-faced the second they woke up with teetotaling Mormons, and it's like, that's just not how you run an intelligence agency. It's filled with Mormons, and also, you, used to, you, know, you know, 40 years ago, you could do a false flag attack, and it wouldn't be reported on for 12 years. Yeah, exactly. Until yeah. some, some brave soul leaked it to the New York Times. <laughs> right. And now it's just like, we find out, like, the next day, it's like, oh, yeah, the U.S. blew up their own Red Cross truck. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. Like, oh. You're totally right. The whole problem is that they're hiring Protestants now because yeah. Protestants are of the devil and Catholics, exactly. men of God, can divine things like the yeah. correct time to mm-hmm. overthrow a Central American country exactly. for no reason. The CIA are really uh, lacking in Catholic guilt right about now. It's the it's the 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 drop in uh, Catholic Church going and the rise in banana prices. <laughs> we could talk about the Cure Show. Boy, was the cure awesome. We saw the cure. Folks, if you have the chance to see the cure, go do it. He sounds like he did 20 years ago. Uh, it's awesome. He sounds beautiful. Played, he, you know, really gives you everything you could possibly want. Yeah. Didn't play anything from pornography. Didn't Unfortunately. Didn't necessarily expect that he would. Yeah. And, yeah, shake dog shake. Didn't play anything from Wild Mood Swings either, which I really... It would have been so cool to hear Strange Attraction, but uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Strange he Attraction. He probably doesn't remember the words. Or Jupiter Crash. Oh, man. That's one of the ones where he says Christmas is Strange Attraction. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> There's like five or six Cure songs where he says Christmas. Dude, how about Club America? Club America? It's awesome. It's, he talks uh, about taking credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a square reader. <laughs> yeah. This is the longest show I've probably ever seen too. He was on there. It, they went up for like two plus hours. Yeah, I think it. I think it rounded out to around three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. There was like no time in between the sets whatsoever. Yeah, it was fantastic. I ran to pee because I was like, oh yeah, they'll probably be off for like twenty minutes before the first encore. I was sprinting back when they when they were beginning. Yeah, yeah. I made it just in time. Oh man, and it was the first encore. First encore, yeah. That one was Head on the Door and um No, the first encore was Disintegration oh, and right, new stuff. Right, right, right. It was like a new, new song. Yeah. And the second one was Head on the Door and uh Kiss Me. Yeah. Which and then was awesome. They wrapped and it up at the very end. With Boys Don't Cry, folks. Please go see the cure. Run, don't walk. To see the cure. You might never be able to again. You might never be able to again. I don't know, dude. I'm hoping they'll do another tour for the new for stuff. For the new album. But this honestly like, probably was that. But I want to hear the new album all the way through. That's the thing. They're going to drop the new record maybe right after this tour. Folks, I know... That's th- the other thing. The new record is fucking awesome. Every song they played from it was fucking sick. I know the common line of thinking is, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom when, uh, you know, they're playing the new song. Mm -hmm. Why are they playing the new song? I want to hear the hits. I trust Robert Smith, folks. I was fucking locked into this shit. Yeah. And it is very, very good. It was awesome. 
If there's one thing about these two boys, they love the bathroom. They go there all the time. <laughs> they they love it there. They love every bathroom. I don't love the bathroom. Love I just have a very dude. weak prostate. You love the bathroom, bro. <laughs> That's why I was talking about getting a prostate exam earlier. Because I know I'm going to have to get this thing removed and liquids are just going to go right through me. Uh, dude, why I, are you going to have to get it removed? I'm going to get prostate cancer, man. Is it? Does it run in your family? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now I can't wait to get a prostate exam. You know what they're going to tell me? Strong, like an ox. <laughs> Unbelievable. Powerful. Uh, did you see the Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg cage match that was confirmed then canceled? Canceled by Musk's mom. Yeah. Who we she, don't hear about very often. Not unless she has to step in and say he's not allowed to do something. <laughs> yeah, it's just, dude, you're not, okay, mom. <laughs> the richest man in the world. There's no one. chance she even knew this was happening. He was just like, uh, my mom said I couldn't do it. No, she was responding on Twitter. I think I read it uh, last right. time. She was like, she how tweets. about a word of ideas? <laughs> Funniest joke wins. <laughs> Funniest joke wins? Zuck wins by a mile. Yeah, fucking Elon Musk isn't a person. I was, I wanted to see him get beat up. It, yeah. It's so funny that Mark Zuckerberg was instantly like, yes, of course. Yes. He's like shorter, <laughs> but he's just does. He, he That's what he does. He's that's his rich guy. Trained, yeah. yeah, this is his rich guy's submarine thing. No, but I think like, Zuck challenged him in the first place. Yeah. Zuck just, like, posted on his Instagram account, like, at Elon Musk, fight me, you fucking pussy. And Elon Musk was like, uh, okay. Okay. And then... Twitter ain't shit. I'm adding words to Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and there was all that shit that was, like, Elon Musk is, like, 6'2", which I literally... I don't believe that for a split second. He's 5'7", at the tallest. Definitely. He's an itty-bitty man. <laughs> 100%. He's not as tall as me. That may be true, but then if he's reported as 6'2, then Mark Zuckerberg's reported 5'9 is yeah. actually 5'2. <laughs> so it's a watch. <laughs> Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one uh, shirtless push-ups podcast on the left. <laughs> I am your co—I am your host, Joe FK. Okay, I am uh, Robert F. Danity Jr. Pretty good. I got permanent rug burn on my spine from refusing to put a shirt on when I do sit-ups. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean, why would you put a shirt on when you're doing sit-ups? It, it's a shame you always do a bit because Matt Kennedy sounds like someone who died in like a horrific <laughs> blimping accident. Yeah, accidentally hung himself. <laughs> doing <laughs> autoerotic asphyxiation or something. From a no, blimp. He felt, I go out yeah, like the singer of In Excess. into a noose. <laughs> Killed himself. <laughs> I wanted to be the first explorer to navigate Noose Alley in a blimp. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. If you couldn't if you couldn't tell from that epic freaking intro, folks, we're talking about RFK Jr. He he absolutely cannonballed onto the scene like um you guys remember that Miley Cyrus music video, Wrecking Ball? How could I forget, How could Danny? You forget, right? Powerful. Uh, yeah, power absolutely powerful. Uh as as Miley Cyrus once said, I came in like a wrecking ball. And that, folks, is what RFK Jr.'s campaign has been like as of as of this point. Because, I mean, I guess I knew he existed, but, like, I mean, not to this point. I definitely didn't know what he looked like. Definitely didn't know what he looked like without his shirt on. Vague, vague idea of what he looked like. I knew of him as being Cheryl Hines' husband, right. and uh, he, he didn't like vaccines. Yeah. Before, like... I don't know, like, 2019 or so, there are only, like, five of those people you could really, like, think of mm. off the top of your head. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can kind of imagine what one of those guys would look like without their shirt on, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, he's not fat. You can tell no. he's fit, but you know what I mean? He's pretty you can ripped. only be so not wrinkly when you're that age. Yeah, he should be way more wrinkly than Did he Did he is. get arrested 40 years ago for heroin possession? That's what people are saying now. That's kind of tight. <laughs> That's... That's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, if if you're uh, it's if the you're... Hunter Bidenification of the Democratic Party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's if cool. If your dad and your uncle had both just recently gotten assassinated by uh, the CIA, I mean, who wouldn't turn to heroin? No, he, he should would... literally announce Hunter as his vice presidential oh pick. God, that, that would be so that awesome. would rule. We'll keep a Biden in office. 
Exactly, dude. We're like the Philippines. Like, oh, no, now <laughs> his son is... <laughs> Hunter Biden is going... Or Joe Biden is going to steal billions of dollars in gold somehow. <laughs> yeah, <leaves>. yeah. <laughs> I'm a prospector, Mac. All right. Um. So... As I'm sure all of our listeners have seen, uh, there were those videos of uh, RFK Jr. working out on uh, Venice Beach that came out uh, a few days ago. He's benching, uh, I believe it's 115. He does uh, eight reps of 115. Um, you know what? I'm going to say it. Not very impressive. Say is that light? <laughs> he looks way more ripped. You should be able to do more than that. All glamour muscles, man. All glamour. Yeah. It's it, 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 it's like it's like when Beto like rode that skateboard and just did like a little manual in the parking lot. It's like <laughs> it's like you you, you don't want to go for your goal yeah. and fuck up yeah, on yeah, camera yeah. when you're running for president. When a exactly when a errant sip of water could uh, lose you. Yeah, if he could actually get air, that would be his campaign. Like the little image they mm-hmm. use, like just him on a little skateboard. Yeah, yeah right. I want to see RFK Jr. bench in two twenty five. Fuck this. Po- fuck these pussy numbers. I want to see him do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've got an article in the Daily Beast uh, this week uh, doing some commentary on this video. It's titled um, "What RFK Jr. Doing Shirtless Push Ups Says About the Twenty Twenty Four Election." Uh, the subhead is: Is this Alpha? This is by Matt Lewis. <laughs> alpha? Question mark? What does this say about the 2024 election, folks? Is this alpha? <laughs> I love that phrasing. It's like those yeah. uh, right-wing rap aggregator accounts. <laughs> <laughs> All straight out of India. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Matt- I thought it was discovered that it was like 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 white guys named like Trevor owned yeah, those yeah. accounts. It was white guys own one of them, but most of them are Indian guys, like in India, like in Calcutta. That's cool too. <laughs> That's All right. Uh, Matt Lewis starts out here. Twitter was a buzz on Sunday after video and photos of a shirtless Robert F. Kennedy Jr. doing push-ups and inclined be- uh, bench presses outside Venice Beach's Gold's Gym started popping up in social media timelines. The caption on the push-up video shared by RFK Jr. said, Getting in shape for my debates with President Biden. <laughs> I want to see him do some pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, we should see him do pull-ups. I do honestly respect that uh, caption because that's that's really a classic uh, political style uh, sentence right there. Getting in shape for my debates. Definitely. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's also, you know, he's, I guess, showing the right amount of uh, delusional optimism. Right, and the right amount of skin. Yeah, he's like, yeah, there are going to be debates. <laughs> Yeah. Well, didn't they already announce that there weren't going to be debates? Pretty sure. Like the Democratic Party? It's so funny that the Democratic Party just decides to do things like that. They're like, no. Yeah. Well, it's like also, it's exa- it's exactly like that lawsuit that they had uh, like several years ago where they were like, well, the primary doesn't really matter because we can choose whoever we want to be the nominee and it doesn't really matter who votes for them. I love how they say shit like that and then people are like, no, nah, it was never fixed against Bernie. Yeah. But I digress. I'm kind of thinking though if rfk jr is actually running i feel like uh, like there's plenty of americans that would buy into the kennedy name alone yeah sure yeah and that's why he's like um 10 points ahead of kamala harris right now in in the uh in the actual presidential polling yeah i don't i mean she doesn't stand a chance no yeah at all yeah that's nothing no she'll lose to she'll, she'll poll under fucking pete who will also lose in the next election I forgot about him completely, and my coworker brought him up today, and I had such like a visceral like yeah. feeling, like like creep over me. I was like, no. It looks like he's not going to be running in this cycle, but I mean, four years from now, get ready, where it's going to be all Pete fucking Buttigieg. Oh no! It looks like Pete is probably going to try and run for this Michigan Senate seat that's opening up. Is they that just, right? They just moved there technically. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> technically. Uh, yeah, that, so that's a lot of fun. So yeah, he'll get that and then try and probably run for president again once he's, you know, theoretically won an election, presuming he can win a primary. I don't don't think he can. can. It'll be really funny if he can't. He changes, he he changes his Twitter bio to pure Michigan. Yeah. (laughs) The only, uh, the Democrats only backbench is, uh, the glorious governor of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro. (laughs) He got I-95 fixed. Yeah. And as it turns out, I would vote for Gretchen Whitmer. (laughs) 
in a national election. Yeah, so they're who's, <laughs> they are who's going to win. Yeah. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer and Josh Shapiro, oh, glorious governor ticket. And you know what else? I would truly, uh, like, I'm, I'm going to admit this right now. I would vote for Gavin Newsom just because he's handsome. Just because I, I think he's kind of Dan, hot. Danny loves a pretty face. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Let me see if Gavin Newsom's actually handsome. He is handsome. He gets pussy. I try. I started Googling Gavin Handsome, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's like Simpsons kind of handsome. He's like, Come he's, on. he's like, hello. He, it's so cool that he and that uh, lady got divorced and she like went crazy and has to uh, marry Don Jr. Now. Yeah, uh, fucking Gargoyle. What's her name? Yeah, yeah. Gilfoyle. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Nah, nah, Newsome will take your guns. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's continue on here. Reactions ranged from accusations of steroid use. Is there's standing here with Patton Oswalt. <laughs> Patton Oswalt with a mohawk. It's not Patton Oswalt. <laughs> Reactions ranged from accusations of steroid use. There's no evidence of that, but it would be plenty ironic if true, considering his anti-vax stance. To fans gushing that he's the most jacked presidential candidate in history. <laughs> Steroids are famously not a vaccine. <laughs> yeah, stupid, uh, stupid point there. But I mean, I'm sure there have been many more powerful presidents back when this country was like, uh, yeah, a little bit more less scary. Woke. And less a little bit less soy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit but, less uh, Abraham Lincoln could probably beat any guy up. You know, certainly what I mean? beat up Elon Musk. Farm in the 1800s. They're yeah. also ignoring that a lot of crazy people declare they're running for president every. <laughs> <laughs> like there's definitely like every year a couple of bruisers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. These <clears throat> big guys. Yeah, we love a big guy. <laughs> uh, to critics mocking how little he can lift. That was me. I'm not gonna lie. Others suggested that the obsession with Kennedy's alpha male status was evidence of crypto-homoeroticism on the right. See the many Photoshop pics of muscular Donald Trump. Does it really have to be crypto-homoeroticism? I think that's kind of like a a main tenet of right-wing politics, is being really into the male body. It was never supposed to be for women. (laughs) Whether you think Kennedy's an Adonis or a wimp, I'd say he's in good shape for a 69-year-old man. It might be easy to dismiss this PR bump as a quickly forgotten blip in season 8 of the surreal reality show that started the day Trump came down that escalator. Season 8 of the surreal reality show. Daily Beast, you know, they gotta remind you that it's this is some nerd shit for fucking losers. <laughs> it's cool he was shirtless in jeans. I yeah. knew he was 69. He's 69, and he looks hot in those jeans. He does look hot in those jeans for 69, I'll say. (laughs) Believe it or not, though, I think this moment tells us a lot about the state of politics and celebrity culture in 2024 America. This is a commentary on modern America. Wow. Sure, but not on purpose. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it does reflect a good portion of the country. Definitely. Just the silly one. He didn't mean to, though. <laughs> no, yeah. He wa- he wanted to show women his, his firm pecs. No, a 69 year old guy with muscles. A guy. What what was what were those commercials where, like, the doctor who in jeans with muscles and he'd be like, I'm 70 years old. The osteo biflex, you know, like, yeah. be old and ripped. So he's probably on that. Yeah. But whatever those infomercials were, like, a guy who looks like that running for president and doing push-ups and shit on Venice Beach yeah. to kick off his campaign is yeah. perfect. But he didn't mean it as some sort of meta commentary. <laughs> no, he's a fucking, he's Connor Roy. He's a guy who's <laughs> <laughs> never yeah. done anything. He's the son of someone <laughs> who's like, ah, oh, now it's it's my turn. I think I want to run for president. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with politics. For a while now... There's been a sense that America was devolving to a primitive state that prizes uh, machismo over intellect. It's been said many times before, but our current moment seems to have been foreshadowed in the 2006 dystopian satire Idiocracy, where an ex-wrestler named President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho becomes president. Now, this is some pretty biting political commentary here from (laughs) from the Daily Beast. Yeah, a movie that... Was, you know, not famous enough that it lived on Netflix for like a decade and I never bothered to click on it. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Yeah, exactly. Apparently it's Mike Judge, though. I yeah. do like him. Hey, I was going to say, do I think it's as good as Office Space? Probably no, not. Probably not. 
This fictional event takes place 500 years in the future, whereas in real life, it only took America a decade to sink to approximately the same level of dysfunction. Real-life headlines like, Andrew Tate says he wants to train Elon Musk to fight, Mar- to fight Mark Zuckerberg. Quote, you will not lose, suggests that idiocracy was always a demo- uh, documentary. Andrew Freaks Tate awesome. was never a champion. He was like a third-rate kickboxer. And yeah. two-thirds of those people aren't even American. You have like a British-Romanian sex trafficker and yeah. a South African-British sex pest. Andrew Tate's not American. Mark Zuckerberg has He's abandoned the- all of his companies to <laughs> like train with the greatest <laughs> fighters in the world. Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is going to could shoot a fireball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he knows how to do it now. <laughs> like, we're... If, if the metaverse had worked, I feel like Zuckerberg maybe wouldn't be this into MMA. Yeah, ex- he didn't give a shit. He was like, yeah. you guys just keep doing whatever that shit is. I'm busy right now. There's no Learn- legs here. I have legs. I can Learning how to kick. decapitate a man with my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that RFK Jr. is literally applauding Musk and Zuckerberg for, quote, setting a physical fitness example for Americans with their octagon challenge? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's so funny that Elon Musk bailed on that. (coughs) I know, dude. Because Mark Zuckerberg will never say anything, but the obvious implication is, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have. I would have beat <laughs> yeah, your ass, pal. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, your ankle hurts that day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he literally got his mom to pull him away from the fight. That's yeah. That's yeah. So Pathetic, dude. Perfect. Dude, so awesome. Com- yeah. Great work, Mike Judge. Mike Judge, talk about being ahead of the curve. My mom said I cannot fight in the battle. <laughs> so now. Or behind. American politics was once incredibly violent, a condition that led us to a civil war. We mellowed in the 20th century, although brains never fully replaced brawn. It's it's a, it's, it's kind of crazy to say that like a culture of violence is what led us to a civil war. I think there were I think oh, there, there were other, a, a yeah, lot of external a stuff. lot of reasons <laughs> For for the the civil war. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. A pervading culture of violence led us to fight each other when we otherwise wouldn't or shouldn't have. Yeah, we were very polarized at the time. Yeah. Because of violence. I guess in a way, but I don't think that's what they meant. Andrew Jackson was a very was a very Trumpian figure. <laughs> Although brains never fully replaced brawn in the minds of voters, the tallest candidate, for example, almost always won the presidency. That's good. That's, that's a good awesome. thing. I, I, should, that, I should run for office. Yeah. I, look, if I was alive, if I was if I was a, a voter in the 60s and I watched that uh, Nixon-Kennedy uh, campaign, I'd probably just throw it on mute and look at wh- whichever one was taller. Obviously, it was Kennedy. Definitely. Nixon has very 5-7 energy. But you can never... That that would be a matter of, like, national security. Like, the world would be over if we elected, like, a really short president. (laughs) Right. They they see everything differently. Everything's in a front. It'd be the nuclear apocalypse. And everybody knows that. Yeah. RFK Jr.'s uncle, John F. Kennedy, certainly benefited from the perception that he was young, healthy, and glamorous, while cutting a trim figure. But JFK's style was a more sophisticated and nuanced virility uh, signal than his flexing nephew. (laughs) Flexing nephew. Everybody's got a flexing nephew. They love the flexing nephew. Yeah, and sometimes the flexing nephew, who's done nothing but flex his entire life, decides it's his turn to be the president. Yeah. It's cool. It's normal. More rich people should do this. (laughs) Times change. You'd be hard-pressed to look at the last few years of American politics, particularly on the right, and not get a strong sense that displays of physical masculinity have become more overt. Yeah, nothing more physically masculine than the perfect specimens of... Ron DeSantis and Donald Donald, Trump. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that Greg Abbott guy looks like he could run a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck are these people talking about? (laughs) Yeah, seriously, because, like, you want to say particularly on the right, but, like, Biden, Trump was never riding a bicycle as president. Biden famously rode a bicycle. I mean, he fell off of it, but, like, he was fine. That's pretty masculine. 
Yeah. It's the this is the best thing you can do. Earlier we were talking about falling off of our skateboards on the way to school and just we showing were. up all bloody. It's the coolest thing you can possibly do. Let's be yeah. clear, Matt was talking about that. Yeah, Matt was talking that. about that. <laughs> Joey sustained wounds too, right? I, yes. Yeah, but I just sustained wounds not too, under but I the cried. situation you talked about. Yeah. I did that so many times. There's a hill on the way to school. Yeah, I would love to see Donald Trump fall off of a bicycle. Yeah, no, he, yeah that would be he, sick. It would be so bad. He'd he'd be uh, he'd, ah! <laughs> I almost died. You think he'd cry? He bans bikes or tries yeah, to. Scream. <laughs> Everybody must have training wheels on their bikes. Yeah. They're very dangerous. Wear a helmet. I first noticed this a decade or so ago when pictures of a topless Vladimir Putin, sometimes riding a horse, started popping up on social media, often juxtaposed with a photo of then President Barack Obama riding a bicycle. The insinuation that uh, was that Putin was bigger, stronger, and faster than American presidents, and that this might even be a microcosm for our nations. Recent events in Ukraine suggest that perception isn't always reality. Yeah, but like we got shit on every in the last six wars we did. It's the same shit. We're really bad at wars now. We're wars are great. expensive and hard to do. They're definitely hard to do. And you know what else? Uh, like. Yeah, Russia might be better at taking pictures of their hot president. We need to be better at taking pictures of our hot presidents. Yeah, I agree. Biden was a piece of ass 60 years ago. Putin is built like RFK Jr. They can they <laughs> yeah. can take similar like style pictures on horses and shit. Yeah. He's like a kooky president like Putin. <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden needs to start doing Lyndon B. Johnson things. We need to hear yeah. stories about him like taking his balls out all the time and showing them <laughs> to world leaders to prove something about America. Yeah, exactly. Taking taking meetings while he's in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Just taking his shit. Yeah. He's, he's not getting clean, he's getting dirty taking those meetings. Famously. With these videos, RFK Jr. is ostensibly attempting to do doddering old Joe Biden what Putin stands did to Obama, which is to emasculate him, or at least outmanly him. Putin stands. Who, the CIA 20 years ago? <laughs> yes. Putin Przgovin ship. Putin Przgovin yeah. hot dog fic. Yeah. Uh, Alright, the only problem, as noted earlier, this tendency is manifested mostly on the right, but Kennedy... Is a Democrat. Is this proof that RFK Jr. is a pawn of right-wingers and, this, and thus running the kind of game plan that will appeal exclusively to their ilk? Is RFK Jr. a pawn to right-wingers? What do we think, fellas? Sure. Sure? <laughs> no, this is the Democrat Party's, like, master plan. You're yeah. on a guy like this, and then uh, a bunch of Trump guys switch party affiliations yeah. to vote for him in the primary. Yeah, because remember uh, the the article we read about Tucker and RFK, where the guy was like, a bunch of Republicans said they're going to switch party affiliation just to vote for him in the primary over Biden. No, exactly. And then Trump loses the primary because of this to, uh, I don't know, Glenn Youngkin. Didn't most of them spend a lot of time thinking his like first cousin was going to come back from the not dead and like <laughs> take shit over to and fix things oh vincent fuchsia yeah yeah they should make that guy his vice president oh my god holy shit he RFK should legitimize jfk jr he should it? legitimize that guy <laughs> <laughs> with all of this, the repercussions of that <laughs> if he is serious about running for president this is jfk jr yeah he, he needs to claim him like a bastard in game of thrones <laughs> they, they bring back George Magazine too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. incredible. <laughs> All of it. Uh, it's oh. very Naruto. It's very. It like, is end of Naruto. Or will Democrats prove to be a lagging indicator of a larger societal change that will soon guarantee only ex wrestlers or really fit tech bros can win in either party? We we may be about to find out. Yeah, no one more masculine than Donald Trump or Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's not running. He's got. He's too busy training. He might run eventually, though. Yeah, who knows? Aside from the reversion of masculine dominance, another variable is that politics has become more about winning the attention economy, and even for men, showing some skin remains the cheapest way to get some attention. I mean, I need I need to up my stake in the attention market. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's all the RFK campaign is, right? It's like, come on, this guy's not going to be the fucking president. No. So how much attention is anyone going to pay to any of this? 
whether the conceit is, in the words of JFK Jr., to get in shape for a debate with Joe Biden, or, in the case of Marjorie Taylor Greene, blaming Washington, D.C.'s COVID-19 shutdown policy as an excuse to post a hotel room workout, there's no bad excuse for showing off a hot bod. Now, I don't know. I don't know about that, uh, Matt of the Daily Beast. I wouldn't go as far to say that Marjorie Taylor Greene has a hot bod. She does really violent CrossFit. Yeah, right? she looks disgusting. CrossFit rules. <laughs> it was like it was like, like exercises in a circle that look like really they're gonna fast harm her. until you get sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not exercises that look like they're gonna harm her. Exercises yeah. that objectively Violently harm her. Flail on a big <laughs> stick. Yeah. All right. She was crazy. Yeah. I can visualize it now. Yeah. And this is Republican. This is how you guarantee your district. That's what uh, that bitch Lowen, Lowen, <laughs> Lauren Bobert will never understand. Yeah. You, you have to post weird, horny CrossFit workout videos yeah, for your constituents. Yeah. She should have been live streaming when she jumped out of that Jeep. Yeah, she for crashed real. into a cliffside or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. He's, uh, he finishes it up here with these last uh, couple sentences. For the conspiracy theorists among us, it was recently reported that pro-RFK Jr. Super PAC has ties to Aunt Marjorie Taylor Greene. That doesn't surprise me even a little bit. They both like to work out, right? In- increasingly, the way to get attention and affirmation is to post thirst traps. Whether you're a Kardashian or a Kennedy, this has proven effective. We already know this will work. The real question is, to what degree? I agree. You know what? I I, I, I want to see uh, Kamala Harris in a bikini. Okay, I want to see her in one of those micro bikinis. I want to see Joe Biden in one. I want to see Joe Biden in a speedo. Yeah, I want to see, see him balls. bend. I want to see his balls. I want to see him <laughs> bend over. <laughs> you don't want to see old man ass. Uh, oh, I do, buddy. There's probably no structure to that, and he's Irish. He doesn't have an ass. <laughs> Is he? No, he's fake Irish. Yeah. And the exam they make presidents take. Should be like wipeout. It should be recorded. <laughs> yeah. That's should the, get... the, the debate should be just who could get the fastest in an American Ninja Warrior. Uh, oh my uh, god! Yeah, but yeah, they the need the bouncing balls Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you have to survive a week in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I did getting hunted by Bear Grylls. <laughs> 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 all right let's that's, what, that's what the presidential debate should be you should have to run through all the different reality shows yeah 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 and just be in them yeah and 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 to their thirst trap point they could do naked and afraid naked and afraid yeah the bachelor he's i i'm the giving bachelor. i'm giving you a rose <laughs> Biden, Biden as the Bachelor. That'd be oh awesome. my God, that would be. He would love that. Hell yeah, he's he getting would, so much pussy. He would. He would be a pig in shit, as yeah. they say. You have to write a Law and Order episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, now we're talking. That? Yeah, Hunter you appear, Biden. You appear in Ray Donovan. Oh, Hunter Biden would write a fucking crazy Law and Order episode. Yeah, That'd be sick. The All president's right. son. Let's move on here uh, to our uh, our second article here. I mean, it's kind of an article. It's more of an ad that I found on WayneDupree.com. Uh, it feels to me kind of AI-generated, but maybe... Um, they can't be using people to make these at this point. No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like maybe guided by a person, but... There's no way it was entirely, uh, this is entirely human. Quite possibly just translated from another language. Also definitely possible. Just through Google Translate. We've been talking about Elon Musk uh, a decent deal uh, this episode and his, his uh, fights. Um, but uh, this, this ad slash article uh, deal, um, it, it, it gets into uh, his, his intellectual uh, side more than his than his brawn, you might say. He's got he's packing so much of both. I'm so excited to <laughs> yeah, delve into it. Yeah, let's read this auto-generated <laughs> listicle to support right. something that probably isn't real. Yeah, let's let's get we're doing a listicle for you this week, folks. Nine books Elon Musk thinks everyone should read. Oh, this is a classic. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic style article. The subhead is when he's not building rockets, boring tunnels beneath Los Angeles, or sending cars into space. 
Elon Musk reads a lot. Here are nine nonfiction books he thinks uh, we should all read by Rob Gillum in Blinkist.com. They're the, com. They're the two uh, canceled Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, he starts out here. Elon Musk, the billionaire CEO of SpaceX, Tesla, and other game-changing tech companies, somehow finds time to read a lot of books when he's not sending rockets into space. From classic sci-fi works to complex studies on artificial intelligence. Definitely doesn't read the book. I mean, definitely made up entirely, but definitely doesn't read the books either. <laughs> I like it. Or I'm- launch the rocket. Like, he's not... No, yeah, he just he all he does is the guy who is able to scam the United States government out of like billions of dollars of taxpayer money to give other people to launch his rockets. He understands Maddie Lesko better than anybody, <laughs> yeah, anybody else. But that's his only. Well, that and how and lose all of that money on Twitter. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> Matt. I'm very glad though that you said doesn't read the books because that'll become uh, a very uh, very prominent theme in this article here in, uh, in just a minute uh must credits books with helping him achieve his success <laughs> in fact when asked how he learned uh, to build rockets he famously replied quote i read books because he doesn't know how to build rockets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't know how to read in any language other than africans he reads all those like uh star wars novels Novels from the extended <laughs> universe, and he's just talking about like Star yeah. Wars pieces. Yeah, he spent a billion dollars trying to develop a Kaiba crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't have the luxury of time to read a book every day. According to a study by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, most Americans find time to read just 17 minutes per day. At that rate, it could take you more than a month to read one of Musk's recommended nonfiction titles. Enter Blinkist. Blinkist, folks, the website we're reading from. (laughs) Oh, Blinkist is going to help us read a book quicker. That's right. Let's go. The award-winning knowledge app that breaks down lengthy nonfiction books into their core concepts. You can get through most of Blinkist's explainer packs in as little as 15 minutes. Blinkist explainer packs. even take learning with you using the app's audio function. Quote, When we started in 2012, most apps were for social media or gaming. We wanted to do something... Not true. We wanted to do something (laughs) different and build an app that would help change someone's life with the power of reading. (laughs) This is like uh, the Wahlberg app for the Bible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too busy to read the Bible? Listen to Mark Wahlberg read it to you. It is awesome accent. And then Joe fucking... And then he was, it was from God. It was Matthew trial. fucking 32. You can hear him like yelling at someone over <laughs> yeah, his shoulder. Yeah. He's fighting about a lunch order. <laughs> now, with collections, we can give our users book recommendations from some of the world's smartest and most well-read people. This is a quote by Holger Syme, CEO of Blinkist. Folks. <laughs> Let's go, Holger Sign. Let's go, Holger. Holger? <laughs> so he's either Dutch or made up. We were talking about Star Wars names. Uh, Star Wars. That, that's a Star Wars name if yeah, I've ever exactly. heard one. <laughs> Holger. <laughs> Blinkist's newest feature is guides. An exciting His new guides. Way. <laughs> <laughs> An exciting new way to learn and absorb knowledge in a comprehensive and effective manner. So what's the difference between that and the explainer packs? <laughs> I don't know, man. You'll have to read the explainer pack. Yeah, I need to yeah. get on Blinkist. Guides allows you to take an even deeper dive into a particular particular okay. topic you are curious about. Guided by experts and thought leaders, Blinkist utilizes both new original audio content and existing blinks to provide practical insights <laughs> of great value. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm already downloading this app Dude, myself. Existing blinks? Halfway downloaded. <laughs> buying, I'm buying the five-year membership. Yeah. <laughs> By adding quizzes and practical tools to the routing, this feature helps you test and retain what you've learned. Guides also include valuable resources resources such as exercises, infographics, and recaps to facilitate your learning journey. It's it's great that they're instead of like just reading a book at a rate that you can comfortably absorb it, they're like buy an explainer pack and take some quizzes afterwards yeah. to make sure you really <laughs> took it all in. Yeah. Elon might not be a part of it yet, but Blinkist does, does offer guided courses by Tiago Forte and Nir Eyal, oh. among others. <laughs> I've always been looking for guided courses Who's that? by you knew Nir one? Eyal. 
Matt said O. No, I'm 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 Josh, and I don't know who Tiago Forte. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who's Tiago Forte? He sounds like a Formula One driver. He is. This is a side gig. <laughs> want to start some? Uh, want to start simple first? Let's see the titles that Elon Musk has credited for changing his life. Each available in the Blinkist library. All right. So now we got a full rundown of what Blinkist is, how it can help you. You know, uh, I- expand your brain, learn how to how to build rockets and Ti- whatnot. Tiago Forte is a YouTube expand your brain guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Let's go, Tiago Forte. Let's Honestly, go. probably got paid by Blinkist. Yeah. Yo, who is near Eow? I don't know. Tiago Forte probably owns this. He probably does. You're yeah, right. Yeah, we're probably doing free advertising for Tiago. No free clout, Tiago. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I don't know. I, I, this really uh, helped my brain. I, I'd really like the listeners to get into this. Yeah, I'm halfway through my first explainer pack, and I'm <laughs> yeah. even thinking about getting a... What was the other one called, Danny? Guides. I'm even thinking about delving into guides. <laughs> yeah, just wait till you consume Matt's existing blinks. Just ninety nine ninety nine a month. No, you have to buy the five-year plan for $700. It's actually a lot cheaper, Danny. <laughs> You're right. It gels out. That does... Yeah, that is a lot cheaper, actually. It's I just so did the math cheaper. in my head. All right, let's get into the listicle here, folks. Nine books from Elon Musk's reading list. Number one, Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. And then we got a little, uh, we got a little uh, bio to each of these books. Just like Musk, Steve Jobs forged his own path in the tech industry. This book chronicles the audacious, adventurous life of the innovative entrepreneur and eccentric founder of Apple. Drawing from Jobs' early experience... Uh, earliest experiences with spirituality and LSD to his pinnacle as a worldwide tech icon. Steve Jobs describes the man's successful ventures as well as the battles he fought along the way. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 19 minutes. Oh, it's Spark Notes? <laughs> yeah, it's Spark Notes read to you. <laughs> Read a book in 19 minutes. Get the main ideas. Oh, well, that's great. So you can just say you've read this book. Yes, exactly. That, that, that goes back to, there was one sentence up there where they were like, most people don't have the time to read a book a day. It's like nobody reads a book a day, motherfucker. Unless it's like, you know, Dr. Seuss. But that's the Richard thing. Richard Scarry. That's the thing that these psychos like to like perpetuate is you, you can't just read at a normal rate. You have to be reading a book a day. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. you, you know, better yourself and all. Right. But that's the other thing. You don't read the book. They're like, well, if you read the first page of every chapter. <laughs> you read the first, you know, four words of every chapter. You'll get the main idea. You get the main idea, and you're smart enough to absorb the rest. You don't really <laughs> need to get into, like, the, the bulk of it. It's, get- just, it's the 2023 version of that. Yeah. I do truly believe that... Uh- Elon Musk would say that his favorite book is the autobiography of Steve Jobs. <laughs> yes, just yeah. like such an anti-art position. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> this, is, this is the only thing that actually matters. Yeah, is this other guy? Get D- the just key ideas with Blinkist. Getting some shru- some schlub to write nice things about you after you die. <laughs> after you're dead. To tell everyone you were epic. Number two, second book here, folks. Human Compatible by Stuart Russell. Human Compatible explains why the creation of artificial intelligence could be humanity's final act, a topic that Musk has been very vocal about. Humanity's final act doesn't sound great, I gotta say. Musk only became vocal about it after he fumbled the bag and didn't get any ownership of OpenAI after spending a bunch of money on it initially. Now he's like, oh, it's it's bad now. <laughs> the book calls to attention the potential catastrophe that society is heading towards and discusses what needs to be done to avoid it. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 12 minutes. <laughs> These are YouTube videos. Yes. Who doesn't have 12 minutes? Who doesn't have 12 minutes to read an entire book, folks? No, YouTube videos are th- 17 hours long now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Number three. And it's called, like, what... what Mindy Kaling was really saying with Velma. <laughs> Number three here, folks. Zero to One by Peter Thiel with Blake Masters. <laughs> There's no way he's reading that shit. Peter Thiel. No. Peter Thiel's coming after him, right? Elon Musk doesn't read books. No. Yeah. <laughs> Full stop. He doesn't read. Well, this, is, this is a poorly researched fake article. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Peter Thiel aren't still tight, are they? Blake Masters, no. too. It's just like... And that name is... 
associated with L for the rest of time. He's 100%. been buried in the desert by now, right? Yeah, yes. 100%. <laughs> Peter Thiel with Blake Masters. You gotta be really, really fucking stupid to I, get hooked in with, by that. I forgot Masters like wrote all of his books with him, and that was his only job before oh, running right. for Senate. That's how he found the guy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Peter Thiel tried to put him on like that, and he fumbled the bag. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, his album flopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was not stunting like his daddy. Matt, no. Matt, I'm glad, though, that you said that uh, Musk and Teal definitely aren't tight anymore. Because there's no chance that they are. Because famously, their falling out was, like, during PayPal, which was, at this point, like, I don't know, 70 years ago. Exactly. When Musk was, like, going to... <laughs> he just kept going to, like, focus groups and being like, should we rename Should we rename PayPal to x.com? And every single person was like, no, that sounds like a porn website. Don't do that. And then t- Peter Thiel was just like, Musk, you're a fucking idiot, man. You're you're out. You're off of PayPal. We're we're we're, we're kicking you out. Yeah, go get hair plugs. Go get hair plugs. This is pre hair plugs, Musk. Yeah. So just just keep in mind, Thiel and Musk definitely. Do you not think friends. Jeff Bezos is gonna get hair one day? No, I don't think so. Just nobody, I don't think so either. But no, can you imagine? He's, he's ripped. He's bald, and he's dating a porn star that looks. He's dating a porn star. Yeah, dude, and she has like the the biggest fake lips of all time, the most <laughs> fake titties of all time. That's so funny. Yeah, it's, it's actually really funny seeing pictures of him with her. I know. He, I don't think he'll grow hair on his head. Yes, I do think he will grow like one of those beards. big old beard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, bald guy beard. Yeah, we'll get uh, aviators. Good look. Good look. You're yeah. right. He should do the bald guy beard. He'll become one of those party billionaires like Richard Branson. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's. I guess edging towards. Yeah, yeah, edging. He's edging. In praise of this book, Musk tweeted, "Quote: Peter Thiel has built multiple breakthrough companies, and this book shows how." <laughs> I have a feeling Musk didn't really tweet that. I don't know about you guys. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not cool. Definitely sending shooters to each other's blocks. Yeah. Zero to One explores how companies can better predict the future and take action to ensure that their startup is a success. The author enlivens the book's key takeaways with his own experiences. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 18 minutes. If the key takeaways aren't the author's own ideas, what are they? Yeah, right. He's only enlivening the book with his own ideas. The author enlivens the book. You couldn't say Peter Thiel enlivens <laughs> yeah. the book. It's cool that Peter Thiel and Elon Musk hate each other because they're both the exact same of annoying right-wing Yes, yes. Like, like, they believe the same things. They just personally don't get along. And they're both <laughs> equally failures, but in different ways. It's refreshing when you see stuff like that. Stuff that yeah. doesn't make any sense, but yeah. is true. Yes. <laughs> Number four here, folks. Merchants of Doubt by Naomi Oreskes and Eric M. Conway. Merchants of Doubt? Is it about the lying news media? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, let's let's see. This book examines some of the world's foremost scientific debates on the environment, smoking, and nuclear weapons. The explainer will describe how a handful of highly vocal scientists have heavily misrepresented these issues through the mainstream media, often to aid corporate and industry interests. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 13 minutes. All right, all right, all right. Mainstream media, merchants, are they being coded right now? (laughs) I like smoking. Smoking's good for you, actually. (laughs) They were always right about that. (laughs) The media's lying to you. The rise in obesity is tied to the ban in smoking. Yes, yeah, no, that actually actually might be true. That's probably true. (laughs) I'm only voting for Biden because he said he's going to revalue all my game rewards points. (laughs) All right, next one here, folks, number five, Life 3.0 by Max Tegmark. (laughs) That's that's a Nazi. (laughs) For sure. If you're sensing a common theme theme among the books list, Musk is really into exploring the future of artificial intelligence. In this work, MIT professor Max Tegmark writes about keeping artificial intelligence beneficial for human life and ensuring technological progress remains aligned with humanity's goals for the future. Matt, you were totally right. MIT professor? <laughs> this guy knew Jeffrey Epstein, no doubt. Definitely, all definitely all connected. This list is like a who's who. Yes, yeah. yeah MIT is scary. 100%. All 
it's one of the few books Musk recommends that deals with the possibility of AI being used as a force for good in the world rather than evil. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 13 so minutes. he doesn't believe in anything? No, he, uh, actually, Elon Musk took the black pill. Because he's like, it's very evil, I don't like it. <laughs> he's like, besides he this only doesn't. He only doesn't like it because it doesn't work in his dumbass auto drive shit. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's killing... Uh, he won't admit it's killing people in his <laughs> auto drive shit, but yeah, it's murdering people through his cars, so he knows it's evil. All right, next one here, folks. The Big Picture by Sean M. Carroll. Musk is all about the future and origins of humanity and making life multiplanetary. He's Always. all about it. He's all about it. That's It's in his heart. The Big Picture is an ambitious look at the world as we know it and how we can use scientific thinking to make sense of most of it. Wow, awesome. I... I I really have to read that to understand. Why do people read this shit? Fiction is so much cooler than nonfiction. Many scary things have been done in the name of science. (laughs) Be nice to see which ones they liked. Musk recommends uh, reading um, uh, all of the uh, field reportings from Unit 731. (laughs) Exactly. He's he's South African, so I've got some idea. (laughs) I could venture a guess into which ones he likes. An insightful examination of the origins of life, consciousness, and the universe itself. This book gives readers a deductive way of considering the most challenging questions that philosophy, physics, and biology have to offer. Alright, keep that all in mind, right? Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 13 minutes. <laughs> that That's pretty quick. I don't know if you guys have been s- sensing a pattern here. The last four books have been 13 minutes. Yeah, it's <laughs> Blinkin... Blinken, damn! Blinken. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Uh, this is just the uh, this is the school of hard knocks. <laughs> so how is this better? Because they said the average person only has time to read seventeen minutes a day. Yeah, these take thirteen minutes. Yeah, that's all of my reading time. Yeah, I actually polished off like uh, one book and started a second one. Last <laughs> night. Got about four minutes into the next one. Yeah, yeah. my time was up. Got about four minutes. Four minutes or. What, if it's 13 minutes long, 30%? Yeah. I really started to get some of the key ideas, though. (laughs) Really looking to get into the the next 14 (laughs) minutes of it, though, where I think the author is going to really enrich the rest of the tale. Yeah, Yeah, I got about 30% done the book. uh, I'm going to polish that off tonight and hopefully get another one done. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven here, folks, Lying by Sam Harris. Lying explains why the act of telling lies is so dangerous. And that means all lies, from the tiny lies that people tell on a daily basis to the massive lies sometimes told on the world stage. Now, if I had to guess, again, coming from a South African, an Afrikaner, what a big lie, what big lie he would be talking about, right? Yeah, what, what is this great lie? I would, I would wager a guess it has to do with some number in the millions— more than five million and less than seven million. What do you guys think? Probably, but even Elon Musk, famous liar. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very true. Just, like on a on the world stage, big big liar. So what would he have taken away from this book if he did read it? <laughs> very very true. All in all, it's always better to just tell the truth. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just nine minutes. <laughs> I mean, they they just gave it to us there. All in all, it's always better to tell the truth. What more? How, why do we need nine minutes? I know. I got that in like two seconds. We could get into. No, I'm reading. I don't know if anybody uh, reading these books is reading. We could get into one more book and thirty percent of another one. Yeah. No, we could have listened to every book on this list in the time that we've taken to record this podcast. We're wasting time. We could have learned <laughs> so much. <laughs> We could have absorbed Elon Musk's entire library by now. <laughs> it's funny to see one of the business grind set mindset YouTubers and see how they actually monetize it. <laughs> They're just charging for 13-minute video <laughs> essays about books. Yeah. Maybe I, not even video. It's, it's audio. The, yeah, it's audio. It's basically a, a very, very short podcast. Yeah. And I regret not looking into the pricing, actually, because I, I did not do that. But I guarantee, Matt, you're probably right. It's probably $700 for five years. Definitely. Or maybe one year. Uh, number eight, Super Intelligence by Nick Bostrom. Musk has repeatedly warned against the dangers of unchecked artificial intelligence. Quote, we need to be super careful with AI, he tweeted in 2014, saying it's, quote, 
potentially more dangerous than nukes. To find out why these risks are so scary, Musk says it's worth reading super intelligence. Damn, I can't look up how much Blinkist costs on the Blinkist website. I wonder. Damn, what the fuck? That's so shocking. But Sven O says it's highly addictive to get core insights on personally relevant <laughs> topics without repetitional triviality. Sven O, huh? Yeah, and TVET Kung N says great app, good selection of book <laughs> summaries you can read or listen to while commuting. Oh, we got we got a couple uh, user reviews at the end of this. Okay, good, good. I won't. I I I will try and figure out how much this costs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He says, um, the book makes a daring inquiry into what would happen if com- computational intelligence surpassed human intelligence. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just 15 minutes. And the last one here, folks, The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. AI is great. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's true crime for tech guys. <laughs> 100%. And now I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be honest here. I'll be frank. I've not read The Wealth of Nations. Mostly because I have self-respect. Uh, I don't hate myself. Uh, and when I read, I do so for pleasure and not... Um, uh, pain. Th- not for pain, yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's, we can choose the plan that fits us with Blinkist. For, mm-hmm. We can get premium okay. yearly for $100 paid annually. A hundred, an- only annually. $100 a year. We're saving 48%. Okay, but or, can you buy five years at a time? Uh, we, I, we might be able to arrange that. Let's see. Uh, or uh, we can pay premium monthly for fifteen ninety nine a month. Now that's really not putting a lot of commitment into your education, I'd say. Just sixteen dollars a month for the price of HBO Max, you can have Blinkist. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into the wealth of nations here. The Wealth of Nations is a profoundly influential work in the study of economics and examines precisely how nations become wealthy. If that is not the most AI definition I've ever heard of anything, it's so ironic that like like four of these nine books were about how AI is so freaking scary, but uh, it's literally just written by ChatGPT. Yeah, just copy and pasting shit from Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Adam Smith, who Musk is a fan of, even tweeting, Adam Smith for the win, advocates that by allowing individuals to freely pursue their self-interest in a free market without government regulation, nations will prosper. Get the key ideas with Blinkist in just nine minutes. <laughs> Get the gist of capitalism. In nine minutes. Honestly, yeah, that that is enough time. Get the idea. <laughs> An elevator pitch. Yeah. All right, so that is uh, that's all the books um, that Elon Musk allegedly recommends through Blinkist that you read to become a billionaire, folks. Read all those books, and you'll know how to how how to send a freaking car into space. It, it, it does seem like you'd be able to build rockets after uh, listening to those nine books. Yeah, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, and. 111 minutes here folks 111 minutes and you could have read nine books okay that's like that's that that that's just a, the 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 length of a regular movie don't let them know how much time they've wasted danny yeah in less than in less than the runtime of barbie you could have read nine books in less than the time the cure played the other day <laughs> yeah, exactly, great show dude. by the way great show <laughs> All right. Uh, now let's let's just uh, finish this up here, folks. A little bit more about Blinkist, because after this very real list that uh, is definitely real, um, they give us they gave me uh, a little bit more of an advertisement, if if you if you can believe it. It says, "Listen and learn to allow you to learn on the go." Every Blinkist explainer comes in audio format. These audio explainers give you the key ideas from a nonfiction title as read by a professional narrator. Plus, Blinkist's most popular new feature, Shortcasts, gives users the key message from popular experts in 15 minutes or less. It's like a Blinkist explainer pack for a long podcast. We should do the uh, we should do a Blinkist explainer for this podcast we right should, now. We should make a Blinkist explainer for our whole entire catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, podcasts. You can't listen to the early episodes anymore, but we make it so you can only listen to these. Yeah, just talking about yeah. the early episodes yeah. for ten minutes. Yeah, none of the I made jokes. Some joke. I don't even really. I don't it really wasn't know funny. What I was trying to say. We just say what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move into a couple. Uh, I, I just have two uh, user reviews here. Matt, if you want to chime in with any others, go right ahead. 
I, I was afraid I was going to get a virus from Blinkist, but I can <laughs> get back on. That's fair enough. It feels like a kind of app you can't get from the app store. <laughs> you can download it through a website. Yeah. It was trying to get me to download it through the website. <laughs> That's so awesome. Quote, Blinkist has helped me read more, period. I love that I can get the key learnings from 10 plus books a week and immediately implement them in my own life. Blinkist has also helped me filter the books I purchase. If I couldn't get enough of the Blinks, I buy it. This is a quote by Hitha Palepu, entrepreneur and author. We Don't we love Hitha Palepu, folks? It just uh, This has helped me read more. It's such a perfect lie. Like, you're not reading. <laughs> you're not reading. You're not reading any words at all. You're not paying attention to the blinks. No, it's, <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> you're, you're getting a summary by a guy who didn't even read the book. And then, who listened to a different blink. And, you, and then you can say something like, yeah, I read ten books a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the real... I, honestly... Because these, the people who actually, I don't know, I feel like there's probably around 100 people who, who, who actually listen to this and, and uh, buy into it. Some people have been tricked for sure. The website they, wouldn't be able to be hosted Exactly, anymore. exactly. They've definitely tricked some people. You but, know what it is? It's Quibi. Five to ten minute streaming videos. Oh, right, 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 right. So you can lie about seeing yeah, videos. no one wanted it. Nobody wanted it. No one wanted to get charged for basically youtube yeah you could lie about seeing a movie yeah well that's but that's the thing that's what i'm getting at the only people the hundred people that do uh buy this and listen to these the they don't pay attention they don't they don't uh you know take anything away from this all they do it for is to go to annoying parties with other assholes and say i read 10 books this week yes and those annoying assholes will believe them because yes. they're also fucking stupid anyway Here's the last, uh, the last little, little, short little user review I have for you folks. Quote, if I had this app in college, I'd be Elon 2.0, anonymous five-star review on the App Store. <laughs> yep, that's what you needed. I'd be Elon 2.0. I'd be annoying in South African. Yeah, I would have no friends. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's a call-out post, folks. If you somehow pay for this... Uh, send us the one about Moby Dick. Yeah, hell yeah. We're all pretty familiar with. I would love yeah. to hear the key takeaways. Absolutely. In if it doesn't mention anything about homosexuality, then I'm I'm just dismissing. Blink. Two straight normal guys <laughs> having a good time in bed together. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Before we end up here, listen to me finish this beer off. Let's fucking go, baby. That was gross. Fuck you. <laughs> That's all we got. Your shit sucks. That's all we got. Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles. Toodles.